that lets you save from the moment that your feet hit the floor in the morning, you continually thank or be thankful for the things that you have, and then it allows more positive things to flow back into your life because it's uh, a circle, right? Welcome to Exploring Mind and Body with Drew Tadia. Drew is an expert in nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. And he wants to help you live a healthier, longer, and more active life. Now here's your host, Drew Tadia. Welcome to another edition of Nationally Syndicated Exploring Mind and Body. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of our True Form Life community. We're coming at you with a brand new show. We appreciate whether you're listening on terrestrial radio across the country or as a podcast around the world. We certainly wouldn't be here without you. So stick around. We got all that coming up. This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Tadia. So today we're talking about self-care. So the holiday season's coming up and it's really important that we take the time to look after ourselves and take care of ourselves. We were recently speaking at a women's wellness show last weekend, actually last Sunday, and we did a whole presentation on how to take care of yourself. So I, we all know it's important. We all know that we should be doing it. But I think the hardest step is the how. So we went through at our show five steps and how to put yourself first and take care of yourself. And it went over so well. We got such great feedback about the presentation that we thought that we, we should continue sharing these steps instead of just keeping them for ourselves. <laughs> yeah, especially at this time of year. Yes. <clears throat> it's the holiday season and... Everybody's running around like crazy. Businesses are going crazy. Uh, everyone's doing sh- shopping, yes. Christmas shopping. We got Christmas parties coming up. So there's a lot of things going on that is all around not taking care of yourself. Yes. <laughs> Step one. I'm ready. There's five steps to the program. <laughs> Get ready. It's a five-step program. <laughs> <laughs> so step number one is believing that you are worth it and We think this is where it all begins because if we don't value ourselves and believe that we are worth it, then the other steps aren't really going to fall into place. And the other steps aren't worth it. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) So be kind to yourself and believe that you are worth it. And I know it's easy to say once and be like, yeah, I'm worth it, right? And just, I know it's more than just saying it so one of the things that we suggest that you do to really believe that you are worth it is affirmations we're big fans of affirmations so affirmations where you see them most frequently so in the bathroom mirror is a great place to put because we go to the bathroom a couple times a day hopefully (laughs) (laughs) we get ready in the morning we're looking in the mirror. So if we put affirmations up in the, in the morning, for example, like we're big fans. They're all over the house. They're on cupboards. They're on the fridge. And um, they're, they're everywhere. But they're constant reminders. Sometimes they're pictures. Sometimes there's words. It could be inspiring. It could be something that, uh, like a goal, for example, you set for yourself. But if you continue to put after like positive affirmations in front of you, like in front of your face in different areas, then you're constantly re- reminded and you have the ability to um, how can you say like always working towards or always visually seeing because it's always on your mind. And what we 
tell ourselves continually is what we believe. So if we're continually putting those positive messages out there, then we will believe it. So if you just do one thing from our show today or get one thing out of it, take a little piece of paper or a cue card and write on it, I am worth it in big, big, colorful letters and post that somewhere where you will see it all the time because if we continue to read it, we continue to see it, we're always reminding ourselves of that. And like I said, what we continually tell ourselves is what we believe. And replacing negative thoughts is a good way as well. So every time that we think a negative thought about ourselves, we replace that with a positive. Yeah. And so you, sh- you could have a list like, like Dorothy's list person. Yep. You could have a list of things like anytime a negative thought pops into your head, you can grab your list and say something positive. Mm. Like I'm not like I'm not good enough or I didn't say something like you may be at a presentation at work and I didn't say something right or it could be a relationship like I should have responded this way and just replace that with something more positive and if you continue to do that then your mind will naturally go that way anytime something negative comes up mm-hmm. we'd like to know if you have a favorite affirmation so if you have a favorite affirmation or sometimes they're very what's the word like sick like the cycles, like we go through different affirmations at different times in our lives for based on our needs. Yeah, I mean, you have a favorite one. I do. Did I put you on the spot? <laughs> What's one of yours? One of my favorite. I have a lot of favorite affirmations. Okay, give us a couple. <laughs> well, one of the ones that um, I always like come back to. It's kind of funny, <laughs> but it's a Winnie the Pooh affirmation. You know? <laughs> no. My mom always says it to me. So it's, you are braver than you think and stronger than you believe. Oh, very nice. Mm-hmm. So write that one down. <laughs> <laughs> so if you guys don't have one and you want one, now you got one. Now you got one. <laughs> you have another one? Well, one that we have posted in our house is about abundance. And it says, true abundance is living the life of your dreams. Oh, very nice. Where did that come from? It's posted on our cover. <laughs> See it every day. I'm just kidding. Okay. Yeah. So it's very simple, but you know, like a lot of times things come up in life. Like if we don't go and exercise, for example, if we continue to put ourselves at, on the bottom of the list, it's because we don't feel we're worth it. And we right. don't think that. Like we don't physically think that. That's more of our subconscious saying, like, oh, someone else is more important for me. Because we all, so we're here we are at the list. Like, this is our, or this is where we are on the list. And then someone has an issue and then we put ourselves on the bottom of the list. We say, Oh, I'll get to my workout later or I'll get to my meal planning later. Then a meeting comes up at work and they say, Oh, I'll get to my list later. Or someone, one of the kids says, or oh, what, what's for dinner? So you, so you go grocery shopping and then you cook dinner and then you put the kids to bed and then you're at the very bottom of the list and the day's over and you don't and do anything for yourself. You didn't get, t- you didn't, have time or you didn't prioritize to put yourself first and it, and it comes it comes from like the very stem of feeling that you're worth it like you deserve a workout because let's say for example you have a, a good workout or you have a good breakfast you make time for these things and we say i'm worth it i deserve this then you feel better you have more energy we have more mental clarity we're in a better mood so we have more to give to our loved ones we have more to give to our children to our spouse to our co-workers our career and if we continue to put ourselves first, then we just feel better about ourselves all around instead of being at the bottom of the list and continue to push ourselves down. Mm-hmm. Step two. I'm ready. Step two. Ready. I'm looking at the clock and I'm thinking, 
oh my, we've only been through step one. <laughs> but step two is to make a plan. So kind of like you were saying, Drew, we, we have good intentions to put ourselves first, but then something else comes up. And then we keep putting ourselves down to the bottom, down to the bottom, down to the bottom. But having a plan will help us to do the things that we want to do for ourselves, whether it's a workout or whether it's going in for a walk or whether it's, you know, there's all kinds of different things we can do for ourselves. Reading, taking a bath or what else, Drew? morning routine morning routine like meditation for example like taking care of yourself like you mentioned morning routine like if you have kombucha for the first thing in the morning like i think you know what's funny is making your bed and there was like this there was a speech that what was going around virally on social media but it it resonated with me so much but this guy was talking about making your bed in the first first thing i think he was some kind of like a military guy and he was talking like some type of instructor. And he was saying like how that's the first thing they do in the morning. And it doesn't seem like much, but you, you set yourself up for success. So as soon as you get up in the morning, you accomplish something, something simple. And that helps you gain momentum. And that leads to one thing. So you get up in the morning and you make your bed. And if you, have, if you don't control anything in your day, if you feel like a victim, for example, which is something we're going to talk about today as well. But if, if you always feel like things are happening to you, you can control one thing. You have made your bed in the morning. Like it's made and it's clean and it's organized. And then you can move on to the next thing. And maybe that's brushing your teeth, for example. Maybe that's morning kombucha and a green smoothie, whatever your morning routine looks like. But if you start off with one thing, that will lead to another thing. And, and then we can gain some momentum. And I guess it goes back to our first step with is believing that we're worth it. Like we're worth doing these small things that makes a big picture. <coughs> Excuse me. But then it comes to making that list and, and prioritizing. So Dorothy loves her lists, as you can see here. <laughs> and then it's prioritizing your list to be like, these are things I need to do to be my best self. Mm -hmm. And just going back, like step two was to make the plan. And if we don't have a plan, there's this, there's this um, saying that says poor planning creates poor performance or, or, or something along that line. So if we don't have a plan, if we don't make an appointment with ourselves, if we don't put it in our schedule, then it's not going, it's less likely to happen. So it's so important to plan it out and actually make an appointment with yourself to do it. Yeah. And then the other one I like is if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Right. And it's kind of funny, like, I'm not a big planner myself. Like I'm more of a spur of the moment kind of person, but there are things that need to be planned. Like, like even for me, who's not a planner. So maybe some of you are watching and saying like, I'm not really a planner. It doesn't work for me. Well, planning doesn't work for me in a lot of areas as well, but let's say take meal planning, for example. So if we work with, when we used to work with more individuals now, so it's our monthly members, our monthly membership group. And if we ask, ask any one of them, if we say, well, how come nutrition didn't work so well this week? 98% of people will say, I didn't plan my meals. So we plan. So Dorothy will send out a meal plan on Friday, for example. Grocery shopping list, recipes, everything done in a nice package. That's sent out on Friday. Then Saturday is grocery shopping, for example. Dorothy often recommends, <laughs> excuse me, Dorothy often recommends breaking those steps up. So Saturday's grocery shopping and then Sunday would be the meal prep for your full week. Mm -hmm. And that's planning. And we do that ourselves. 
And if we, when you don't do those things, like even if it's one thing you plan, it's just around nutrition and getting yourself on track with food. That's going to change your life drastically. Yeah. And breaking it up into small chunks because a lot of times we put so much onto our plate that it feels overwhelming, but we just need to break it up into smaller chunks. Like you were explaining, Drew, that with the meal plan, for example, on the Friday, you read the meal plan on the Saturday, you get the groceries and then prep on the Sunday instead of putting all of those steps into one day. Tip number three, we kind of touched on already, but step number two is to prioritize your time. And I think all of us are we here all the time. Well, I didn't have enough time. But we all have the same amount of hours in a day. That's right. And it's how we prioritize the, the, the time in our day to make the difference between successful and unsuccessful. <laughs> you know what's interesting to me is that Let's take a morning routine, for example. A lot of times people say, I don't have time for a morning routine. And if you look at the most successful people in the world, they all have morning routines. And it, and it could be anyone from someone that's ordering, that's someone that owns like a giant business that has thousands of employees. It could be a number, New York Times number one best selling author. Like whoever it is in all walks of life, it's very clear that those individuals set their day up for success. And that's why we feel it's so important. And if you haven't tried it before, just try it. Like set yourself up a few things, like two or three things that you do every morning for a week. And I would say for three days, but I don't know if three days is going to do much. But let's say you you set three things up that you do for yourself in the morning. Maybe it's stretching. Maybe it's breathing exercises. And maybe it's a warm cup of tea, for example, at the cocoa tree maybe. Yes. <laughs> so, so if you set up three things that that are going to set your day up for success and make you feel better. So if you do breathing exercises, that's going to offer mental clarity. It's going to offer some time, some quiet time for yourself. And maybe you can do some visualizations or affirmations to help yourself believe or understand and believe that you are worth it. So let's start there, for example. Then we do some stretching exercises. And stretching, like if you stretch in the morning, your body feels so much better throughout the entire day. And maybe it's only five minutes, five minutes of stretching. And then you go and have a nice warm cup of tea and you, and you, and you think about your day and how your day is going to be successful. That's only three things. Let's say that takes 10 to 15 minutes. If you do that for an entire week, I guarantee you're going to miss that on Monday. (laughs) If you forget to do it or if you stop doing it, you're going to be like, Oh, I'm missing something or I don't feel as accomplished by, by missing your morning routine as by doing it. And I feel like, well, I know that how we start our day becomes the outcome of our day. Because if we start our day rushed, we all know what it's like to miss the alarm, right? And wake up in a panic and be rushing around to try to get out the door to work. And that just sets up our whole day for that chaos, right? And Almost like setting you day up for failure. Right. You could set up for failure or success. Right. So what Drew's talking about is to set up our day through a morning routine to set it up for success by first taking after or looking after ourselves. And Drew talks about a lot of different steps with, you know, the kombucha, the green smoothie, the stretching, the meditation. But if we just start with one small thing to start with, for example, maybe it's read from a book for five minutes in the morning, nice quiet spot, right? With the tea. Um, if we just start with one small thing and then make that become a routine or a ritual, then we can add on from there as well. Because I think 
five minutes is not unrealistic at all. I think we can all find five minutes in the morning to do something for ourselves. And we need to. And if you want to set your day up for success, and we're talking about self-care here, and you want to pay attention to your well-being and setting yourself up, not just for success, but your whole lifestyle. I think that these little things will change your lifestyle and help you adapt and move closer to the goals and the dreams that you want to accomplish. If we're always late, if we're always rushing around the house, then we're always behind. And like you said, we know what it's like to hit the alarm clock and be like, or hit the snooze button two times. Whoops. Yeah. It's, it's so much different if you set your, if you set your day up and you're, you're prepared, like you control the day instead of letting the day control you. That's right. Mm-hmm. So I'm not too sure if we touched on prioritizing time, <laughs> but we did touch on the importance of routines and, and taking after ourselves right from beginning of the day. That's right. So our tip was prioritizing. We didn't talk about that at all. <laughs> no, but I think it, it kind of slides in. We can talk about it with step number four because they kind of slide in together. And step number four was saying being able or letting yourself, allowing yourself to say no and not feeling guilty about it, right? So it kind of goes with the priority, prioritizing time. If we make time or set an appointment for ourselves in the day when we prioritize what is what is most important for example a workout for yourself if you prioritize that and say that's my number one thing that i want to get done in the day but like drew was saying in the beginning of the show something else comes along that gets pushed down we can't like we have to keep our priorities number one and then something comes up, that's what we get to if we get to, right? And the reason, I believe the reason why we keep pushing it down, like ourselves or down the list, is because we're afraid to say no. <laughs> and it's okay to say no. One of the smallest words, but one of the hardest to say. <laughs> but I think why we don't say no or why we kind of are why we shy away from saying no is because we feel guilty right we feel guilty for not helping out or we feel guilty for putting ourselves first well we're like naturally we are uh how do you say like givers for example people pleasers naturally so it's very easy for us to be like oh yes i want to do that for you or i want to help you out like most of the time we want to help and I suppose for us to be like, I'm it, like, it's such a, it seems like such a negative word to like selfish, like selfish is always used in negative connotations or negative situations, but being selfish is something that we should work towards. And if, and it, it sounds like horrible, like we need to work towards being more selfish. Most people are like, well, why would you do that? Like who wants to be a selfish individual only because it's usually used like you're a selfish person. You never think about anyone else. Instead of being like, I'm the selfish person, I put myself first with a morning routine. Mm-hmm. Like that's a pos- that's a that's a positive um, affirmation. That's a positive comment. Like to repeat in your head over and over again to make yourself understand that you are worth it. So by saying no, we feel like we're not pleasing people as people pleasers. Mm-hmm. So it like goes against everything that like internally we're made up of. That's right. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> hard to do and. I think one of the times I realized that it was okay to be selfish, it was a time when Drew and I were actually babysitting my my niece. And 
we realized she was little at the time and we had her for a couple of days and we realized just how much goes in how much of yourself goes into looking after these little people but how much you take away from yourself and you drain yourself and you just have to take the time for yourself to be selfish and that's okay <laughs> right and, and that's why we talk about these little steps because if we let everything control us and if we let continue to let things fall behind and push ourselves to the bottom of the list then we never we never get a chance to do the things that we want to do and that make us feel better and it's so important to continue to do things that make us feel better otherwise we're, we're going to be drained always like we're always going to be stressed out we're always going to not have any energy and that, again, that affects our mood, that affects our emotions, that affects how we react to everything. Our pet, like our, <laughs> like our pet wants to go for a walk and you're stressed out and you're angry at the day and then you yell at your pet. Then you feel guilty about yelling at your pet. Or it It's like a have, vicious cycle. Yeah, or it can be not just like like at, at your pet, but at a coworker, for yeah. example. Your spouse. Your spouse, your, your kids. And I say this often to my friends and people I know that, that have children, especially is if you look after yourself first, then you will have so much more to give. You'll have more energy and you will feel better. You'll be happier. You'll be more patient. <laughs> and just like Drew says, a lot of times because we don't put ourselves first, then things happen where maybe we uh, don't speak so nicely to our child or to our pet or to our coworker. And then after, we feel guilty about it. <laughs> but if we take care of ourselves first, then we will be, like, like I explained, we'll be happier. We'll, we'll speak kinder, <laughs> we'll have more patience. So we have more to give. You know, I think saying no is like a muscle that we need to exercise. Right. Because if you say no once, you're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I actually said no. Yeah. And then if you say no again, you're like, oh, that wasn't all that challenging. And you, you you say no, and and, it, and I know like it sounds like you you're a, a person that doesn't care about others if you continue to say no, but you can say yes to things while you're saying no. So you say yes to things on on your list, or if someone comes in and you have and you you legitimately have time to do something to help them, then maybe you pencil them in, or maybe you help them out. Mm -hmm. But if you don't say no. To, I mean, if you say yes to everything, you're not going to have time for anything. We see that all the time in different areas. Mm -hmm. Like we see that with parents. And we see that with, we just had our um, entrepreneur yes. night. It's the worst with business owners because we have our business and, and customers come in and they ask us to do a number of different things. And we don't want to say no because then we don't want to turn away customers, mm -hmm. for example. And then you say yes to everything. And then you kind of lose the purpose of why you got into your, your business or service. And you kind of forget about why you love what you do or scattered all over the place trying to please everyone. And then we, again, we put ourselves at the bottom of the list. Mm -hmm. And I think through what you said about, you can still say yes and still, but still prioritize. For example, if you scheduled your workout for the morning, say at 9 a.m. and then at 8.30, I say the phone rings and somebody says, Oh, can you do this for me today? Or, and then you can say, well, my workout's at nine. I'll be doing my workout. I'll give you a call back after my workout's done. And if there is still the need for, for that, for, if you still need my help and then I can help you at that time. Right. But just making sure that we get our, our priorities in first. You know what? Something that's really that really helped me is 
uh, a calendar where other people can book themselves in. Mm. So you know, it's a, you know, it's interesting. It doesn't sound like a whole lot, but it's so that's me putting myself first. For example, so for the radio show, when I have interviews. And people say, and I used to like for probably a year or two, we would go back and forth with individuals. Like, does this work for you? No, does this work for you? So we're always trying and it would take forever to book an interview or to book a session for recording, for example. And now I have a calendar that I, it's just a link that I send to people and I book off a couple hours a day for certain days. So I think it's, it's Tuesday to Thursday. I don't like to book on Mondays or Fridays because that doesn't work in my schedule. So from Tuesday to from Tuesday to Thursday, uh, for a couple hours a day, I've blocked off time for other people. Mm-hmm. So I say, here's the link, book yourself in. And then they say, sorry. And then sometimes, and then um, like 98% of the time people book it in. Mm-hmm. And then that, that's it. It's done. So though, so I'm putting myself first and then if they, they can work with their calendar around the interview mm-hmm. and then if it doesn't work for them, they're like, Oh, those hours don't work. Do you have another time? They say, no. I'm sorry, but th- this is what works for me. If some, I usually change my calendar every six months. So I say, you can contact me in six months and we can try to get another time. Mm-hmm. And that's changed my, it's changed my whole life. <laughs> it really has because you're not sitting there and you're not, you're not working around other people's schedules. Like someone would write in like, Oh, I have a 6 a.m. spot. Does that work for you? And I'm always, always like, okay, sure. I'll make that work. And then that's my morning routine time. Yes. So if I don't, if I'm, if I'm booking an interview at 6 a.m., I'm not taking care of myself through my morning routine. I'm not setting my day up for success. I'm changing my whole day for someone else. That's right. The last step was about, you wanted to talk or touch on one of your favorite things Drew, to talk about is gratitude. Yes, I think that's yeah, a great place to start our day. It's a great place to start everything. <laughs> and uh, I think if we start with like that, the very seed of gratitude, so the problem is like many times throughout the day or throughout our lives, like we're a victim. And again, that goes back to being selfish, not the most positive word, but that's like when we're a victim, like things are always happening to us. You know what I mean? Like we're like someone cut me off in traffic. It's their fault. Like we don't take that responsibility. We don't own that accountability. Like everything that happens, like, we missed the workout and it's someone else's fault. Mm. I didn't meal plan because someone else gave me too many things on my list to do. And so in it, by always, by not taking that responsibility, by always push, passing the book, <laughs> by always putting that on someone else, we never take that responsibility that we need. And I feel like if we start with gratitude, like the very seed of gratitude and being grateful for these little things in our, in our life, then we, then we can push that victim-ish mindset aside. And we can begin, again, we can begin with like, being grateful for the things that we have. And then we, I think we manifest, we bring in more positive energy, more positive light. And we're not, and then we kind of get away from, um, that things continue to happen to us. And so I think that starting with gratitude will change everything. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was reading a book over the summer that was talking a lot about gratitude and saying from the moment that your feet hit the floor in the morning, you continually thank or be thankful for the things that you have. And then it allows more positive things to flow back into your life because it's uh, a circle, right? It's a circle. It's a circle. <laughs> <laughs> so think about when you wake up and you like stub your toe or you go straight to your inbox and someone sends you a angry message <laughs> or someone 
someone does something to you where you feel like you're being like where you're offended, for example, then 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 the next thing that something else happens, like oh you wake you, like you woke up late, and like it just continues to steamroll, and one thing after another, things are happening to you. It's completely different when you wake up in a state of gratitude and be like, I'm grateful for this day. I'm grateful to be here. And then for the, the next thing, more positive things just naturally come to you. Mm -hmm. Or on these cold mornings, I'm grateful I have socks to put on <laughs> when I step out of bed. But just those, those little positive things because um, if we continue to focus on the negative, then negative outcomes will will attract to us, right? But if we focus on the gratitude and focus on being thankful, then the positive things will attract to us. All right, that's going to wrap things up for this edition of Exploring Mind and Body. Once again, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of our True Form Life community. You can always find us on Facebook.com slash True Form Life. We post stuff there a couple times a day on our story. We're always trying to bring you more content around living a healthy lifestyle, whether that be nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. We also have free challenges that we do at least once a month. So if you follow us along there, you'll be able to join maybe a plank challenge or a squat challenge, Tabata challenge, whatever it may be. We'd love to have you join us. We're also on Instagram.com slash Drew Tadia. Again, we're posting up there a couple times a day along with our story, all dedicated to keeping you fit and healthy and on track. Our main website is trueformlife.com. If you want to check out some of our products, some of our services, or if you just want some great content from videos to blog posts and recipes and more, we got all that at trueformlife.com. Once again, thank you so much for being here. That's it. That's all I got. I'm out of here. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia, in health and fitness for a better world. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com.